it is the morning of the 30th of august 2019 good morning and welcome to pbe daily the early morning and late night podcast my name is point blank on today's episode i want to try something different there's something i've been swirling around my head and swirling in my head if you will for quite some time and i forget you know what let me give it a, t- uh, a taste let me give it a try and it's basically because i've been binging on audiobooks that are of narratives i wanted to see if i could actually try off the cuff to come up with a narrative that would play out in the period that is the normal episode and see where we could go from there so for the first time ever my attempt at making a narrative come to life on a podcast enjoy Her first degree of consciousness was born from lifting her head from her palms. She was sitting on a table all alone with just nothing but a bottle of water right in front of her face. As she sat there, she looked around and noticed that she was still in a nightclub. Everything was still a haze because you could tell the buzz was still kicking. Uncertain of whether it was shots of tequila or shots of Jaeger or shots of a different form of alcohol altogether. She immediately reached for the one liter bottle of water, chilled to perfection, and chugged it all the way down into her system. Still not certain of what's happening around her, she looked around to check for the first thing that must come to mind. Her purse. Is it still there? Is my phone still present? Do I even have coins to make sure I can get a cab to take me home? Luckily, all these things were still with her, present. She continued to swallow taking chugs and chugs of water until the liter came to a close. She truly hoped that this would help to ease the amount of high that she had at the time and, well, we also hope the same, don't we? She scanned the room to see what was happening and she could tell she was in a nightclub, uncertain which one it was but she could see a couple of familiar faces here and there. They all seemed like the same individuals you'd find in countless nightclubs that had just been opened or have been around for a shorter period of time. They always say the threshold of a brand new nightclub is six months. Well, in this case, this must have been a three-year-old or a two-year-old club. Some of the things they saw on the walls brought a degree of nostalgia. Certain posters you could identify and say that was from a specific club. It felt like it was something born from a horror movie. Ten different nightclubs rolled into one. Artifacts and mementos from every single nightclub all rolled into one. Call for shots continues till midnight, the voice said. When she turned to hear where the voice was potentially coming from, she rose to her feet and realized she was in the VIP area. Looking down into the nightclub, you hear the sounds of people screaming and yelling and enjoying themselves. Dark rooms, three different levels. It felt more like an old warehouse than a brand new nightclub, or an old nightclub for that matter. Slowly but surely, as she started finding her mobility and motion, she lifted herself to her feet as I started walking towards the staircase. Familiar faces are passing as she goes. One table also seems to be waking up as she was passing. Another seemed to have just been finishing their bottles of water. One familiar face crossed over. It was the face of a gentleman she had met a couple of nightclubs back. We only count them by nightclubs because she doesn't really experience them as fast days of the week. She experienced them as buzzes right and left. Each individual high and each individual short would define what was going to happen next. And so she continued. The gentleman who rose and looked familiar walks up to her. Didn't expect to see you here. He asked. Why are we here? 
She turns to him, still not certain of her mobility and also her motions and the buzz that she's on. I don't even know where here is, she responded. But I'm damn sure I'm going to find out. Looks like it's lit. He responded, also reaching for the bar rail because she wasn't sure if they were both conscious enough to know what's going to happen next. They slowly staggered their way down the staircase, reached for the immediate place that would find more water for them to enjoy, the bar. When she gets to the bar, she looks at the bartender's face and she says, I know this face from somewhere. It seemed like a familiar cocktail maker, but there was a degree of nervousness in his face. He tried to hide it with a smile, but the smile was not as convincing as it's supposed to be. What'll it be, guys? She debated and just said, Pass me another bottle of water. He looks right at her, straight in the eye, and tells her, That's not in the rules. All the water you had upstairs, that's all the water you're going to get. So what'll it be? She immediately turned to anger because she was uncertain as to why would a gentleman stop her from trying to hydrate from a buzz that she doesn't even know how it was conjured in the first place. What do you mean that's not in the rules? A nightclub has water for people who want to keep drinking, but first they have to hydrate, so I want to hydrate. Bartender pauses and then leans in and says, listen, it's not really a nightclub and it's not in the rules, so order something or back off. Tension was clearly palpable. She turns around to look around the nightclub to look for anybody who could be a person of authority or a person of order. None was to be found. The nightclub was active and everybody seemed to have been doing one form of high or another. You could tell the different highs from how people were moving. A person who was just dangling from side to side, steady on their feet, well, that clearly was not a form of alcohol. A person who was cle- clearly just jumping all over the place and rolling all over the floors, well, that was definitely alcohol. She could tell the difference because she's been doing this for quite some time now. Just then a hand reached for her palm and she turns immediately and it was still the gentleman from upstairs, the gentleman who rose with her around the same time. Hey, don't worry about it. Just make our way to the dance floor, probably figure this out by the other time we're two dancers in. What do you say? She still wasn't convinced of what was happening so she pulled away. No response, just pulled away. She walks around the nightclub, tries to find another space where she could sit down because the headache was starting to throb. Must have been tequila. I know that headache. It must have been tequila. As she continued to break down whatever high she was on, she would try to figure out exactly what other way she could fulfill the clearness or the clearness of thought that she'd like to have. She staggered her way to the brunch table and she could see countless meals were presented copious amounts of meats and copious amounts of fries. Grease will always line the stomach to make sure you're able to keep the night going or the morning begin. She immediately reached for a plate, grabbed for anything that she could find, found a place to sit and chugged it down her system as well. Chewing down like she's been deprived of food for quite some time. She could not tell how she became so famished but she was famished and she was trying to ease that hunger in any way that she possibly could. There he was again. I just picked up some meat for myself. Why are you hovering around me? She asked. Hey, you're the only familiar face I've seen from the moment I woke up. So what I'm going to do is stick to familiar faces. I hope you don't mind that. I'm sorry if I was trying to get to the dance floor. That was rude. But 
I just need to figure out what's going on. You okay with that? She didn't answer. She just turned to her plate and kept on eating. Started feeling a little better a few minutes into the, into the meal. Stomach felt a little stronger, a little heavier. She then leans back and starts looking around the room, scanning. And all across the brunch area, she's seeing other people still waking up. But in case, instead of them having bottles of water, they had bottles of alcohol right in front of them. Some would immediately reach for them and continue drinking. Others would not. What the hell is this? Why would you have alcohol right in front of you when you wake up? It makes no sense. Not many people care about their livers, you know. We live for the excitement of the day. We live for the high of the moment. We live for the buzz of the time. Isn't that what we sign up for? Sign up for, she turned to him. Who signs up to get high? You make your life have fun and you enjoy the fun that comes with it. That's why we work so hard, I guess. Both responses made no sense to the both of them because they couldn't find out what they signed up for or what the high they're trying to describe was. There were gaps in time they were also trying to figure out as far as the night before. Because nobody just wakes up on the nightclub table with a bottle of water right in front of them. Unless it was a themed night. There have been known to be nights where you'd have 24 hours in the nightclub and you rise to another day to find out what the nightclub is going to present you for the next day. But this was different. They don't recall ever planning to be in a nightclub. Just then she starts looking around the room again. She notices countless cameras, but they do not look like security cameras. They look like cameras that were making a production. It's almost as if it's entertainment for people to watch them be as they are. Some guys on the dance floor, including the DJ who was actually navigating the music, had GoPros right on their foreheads. Why are they documenting this? What's there to be documented? Most nightclub DJs would have the cameraman around the room taking photos of the people who are supposed to be in the audience, but not the entertainer. Why would they want to reveal the secrets of how they play their music? A few seconds later, she heard the sound of a thud. Two tables behind her, somebody fell. And when that person fell, security would come and yank them up and pull them away. What was eerie about this was there was never a time anybody tried to stop them from pulling that person away. Nervousness appeared all over the nightclub because the thud was clearly heard and everybody else kept on dancing. But they danced watching what was happening. The degree of fear was in the air. You could actually taste it. It was tangible. She rose to her feet and followed up on everything that was happening because she figured the only way sometimes you could learn is to walk around the nightclub if it's unfamiliar to you and by moving from table to table and watching how people are moving and how security is moving, you would find your way to navigate outside, probably find yourself a cab and leave. Thank heavens she picked up a person and picked around her shoulder. As she navigates her way to the back of the nightclub, she notices that one security guard was a familiar face as well because she's been out countless times and she's been to a couple of clubs that he's been security on, she walks straight to him. Mike, how have you been, man? Good evening, miss. His response was very professional, as if they've never met before. Mike, come on. You know me, it's me. Miss, you're supposed to make your way back onto the dance floor. I get the whole dance floor thing, but why are you being so stern and all that? What nightclub is this? Mike would only turn and direct her to the way the dance floor was supposed to be. 
no idea why, but that's what was happening. At least tell me what nightclub this is, she asked. You signed up for this, miss. You have to see it through. Mike then stood there and just winked at her and pointed her in the direction of the dance floor. She staggered away, but the stagger wasn't as bad as it was upstairs. The water and the food was finally sinking in and it was actually holding its position. She started making her way to the dance floor, two stepping slowly so she doesn't look too inconspicuous. She had to find out what was going on, and one way or another she will find out what was going on. It was now at least 45 minutes later. She was still dancing on the dance floor, enjoying herself in every second and every way that she possibly could, without trying too much to find attention of people who were trying to get her to be high again. She started to have her motor functions back. She started to enjoy the music as well. When she looked towards what places where the windows could potentially be, she could not find any, but still, the music was still thudding and the dance floor was very active, and for her, she was actually ready for anything and everything. In the 45 minutes she was standing there, at least 20 people had already fallen off and been yanked out, out of the nightclub. She knew she couldn't fake passing out because that wasn't exactly what was going on, now was it? She went back into the dance floor, looking for familiar faces, but could only find one. And it wasn't the gentleman from upstairs, oh no, it was a chick she never really liked being around. When she saw her, and she saw the fear in her face, she found an opening, and she figured she would just walk up and find out what's happening. Making her way to her, she asked herself, Hey, do I really need this kind of drama right now? Or should I just walk away? And when she turned to, her, to walk towards the lady, she turned to her as well. And her fear turned into a degree of excitement. But then our lady was asking herself, Why would she be excited to see me? Every, every time they've been around each other, the nightclub has turned into a fight. Either about a gentleman or a bottle that they both bought and one really enjoyed it. Being in camp is not the easiest task in life, but they'll try their best. She reached for her, grabbed her close, acting as if they're taking her hand, and then she whispered in her ear, It's like the fifth time they're doing this. We need to get out of here. You have to help me get out of here. She pulled away and asked her what she was talking about, and of course, she had the same response of acting as if nothing was asked in the first place, so she smiled nervously and asked her to dance some more. Now everybody has their attention because it looks like it was a nice little shindig of two ladies that are curious about their sexuality. As they danced to each other, trying as much as possible to not be seen as trying to make a plot come to life. They've been doing this for hours and hours, the lady responded. We've been waking up, it's either water or alcohol on the table, and I don't know why it's happening, but we need to get out of here. How come the security guards act like they don't know us? That's because they've been paid to act that way. Don't you get it? This is a fight to survive. Who fights to survive in a nightclub, she asked herself internally. And why was there supposed to be a test? And everybody who's been yanked away, where are they going? Everything started being a little bit too puzzling to her. Then somebody walks up to her with a bottle of, of alcohol in, her, in their hand, wanting to pour it down the system, and she pushed the person away, clearly trying to make sure that she stays with all her motor functions, for everything that's happening is very uncertain, but she has to get to the bottom of it, or if not that, get out of the place. The gentleman she had left on the table was now chatting up another lady, 
and the lady looked like she was clearly trying to get something going with him but then there's something that she noticed as she was watching him do that the young lady would be making out with her that she'd pour something into the, into the cup that he had seeing as they're the first two people to wake up together she figured you know what i'm not going to let this guy get hurt so she staggered her way pretentiously onto the table grabbed for the guy and starts making out with him pushes the table the, 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 the glass away and the glass fell to the ground and broke the lady was trying to talk him up wanted to create a fight but because she wasn't successful in making that uncle thing happen she was also having fear on her face and not anger she immediately just moved away from the table to walk away funnily enough security reached for her grabbed her and took her out but she was fighting the entire time asking them to let her stay to try it one more time and make somebody have the drink She turns to the man and tells him, something funny is happening here. Everybody's nervous and one chick just told me this thing has been happening for hours and hours. We need to find a way to get out of here. What are you talking about? That's just crazy talk. There's no way they've been doing this for hours and hours. All I know is I have my water, I've eaten, my stomach is solid, I can keep this night going. And you just make the chick just leave and you didn't look like you were interested in me in the first place. The only reason I stopped that chick from giving you the drink she was about to give you is because she was about to spike it. You could have been passed out again. Now you're not going to thank me now, but for damn it, you're going to listen. They then decided to find their way to the dance floor. And as they're finding their way to the dance floor, she started noticing that some of the faces on the dance floor were not very friendly faces. They looked like pickpockets. You could tell with these things. But then they were now reaching in and taking stuff from people. And every time she'd pickpocket somebody, everybody would notice. She only came to these conclusions because at one time she was the pickpocket. She'd be out all night enjoying herself and by the time she leaves the nightclub she has a couple of iPhones to sell in the black market and a couple of dollars she could hold on to. Mostly expatriates at the clubs that she would actually attend. These young men who have just come into new countries and have no idea how to run the territory, they were the perfect target. And she'd be damned if she didn't take advantage of that. Suddenly the lights go black. She feels somebody punch her in the stomach and she fell to her knees. It's now worse. She can't tell what's happening and she's in pain. Stopping around to dance for is happening. Who is going to help them? We had to find out. But it was certain that this was clearly not a night out. Being my first try at storytelling, I'm actually winging this thing the entire time, so I think I'm going to get better at it because the test I was trying to give myself with this particular thing was to see if I'm able to put a narrative together without fumbling to it. I'm sure you've noticed from time to time I've been fumbling through the words I'm actually trying to say because I'm trying to configure these words as I go. Born from freestyle culture, I was trying to see if I could bring that into what I'm doing as far as this story is concerned. So, on the next time I'm going to try out this tale, maybe I'll continue where I've left off. But, since I've been listening to thrillers, I hope you found this thrilling. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. In OD word, Una. <laughs>